Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. Welcome, Sloth, to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with Zigzag. And Rufus, where are you at? I can't see you. I can't see you. Yes, you can. Now I can. Oh, there I am. Oh, there I am. And there's Rufus. Hey, I did not uh, check into Block Talk Radio. Should I check in right now? You check in. Are you in Block Talk Radio? Let me ask you that. Oh, but somebody signed on, I suppose. Well, I, I did, I guess, quote, unquote, sign in as the host using the phone number. But I have not, I do not, I'm not in the studio officially. Oh, I see. And you know what, it just doesn't feel official if you're not in the studio. Yeah, I'm always in. Are you? Yeah, I always go to the studio. Maybe just so I can see if you're signed on. Right, to see if I'm doing all the work. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Makes sense. You pay for the blog talk radio. I do all the work. I carry the show. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't even know why I'm here. You know, man, I don't want to go there right now. It's a little too early in the show to start pondering things like that, Rufus. But, I mean, you know what? I would say you're a good straight man. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Well, one of us has to be straight. That's true. That's true. I'm a crazy man. So what's up with my man, Rufus? How is Rufus today? Uh, There, I'm all situated. Nothing's up, though. I mean, everything's pretty much the same. My life is boring and predictable. Your life is what? Boring and predictable. Ah, that's a good thing, though. I don't know where people, I mean, boring and predictable. What? Wait a minute. Not predictable, and I'm going to tell you why right now. Hi. New shades. <laughs> yeah. You have yeah. new shades. 
I went through an adventure. I, I lost my other shade, so I had to buy a new shade. Man, that's like five pairs of shades and five shows, dude. Everything okay? Are you trying to change up who you are? What's going on there? I'm just uh, forgetful. I'm trying to find myself. Exactly. True shades? Yeah. Let's jump into this, dude. Matthew Perry's death. How did it affect you? Um, I did you know he died? You mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about it until you mentioned it right now. Yes. Poor guy. I mean... I know everybody wants to find, like, all this awful stuff, but, I mean, he played two hours of pickleball, went home and got in the hot tub. I'm assuming he just had a heart attack. I, I read about that. that hot tubs can be dangerous if, you know, you have, like, high blood pressure or low blood pressure or whatever. Right. They dilate your uh, whatever it is in your body and your heart goes into overtime. Right. I mean, it does. I, I, you know, I was spending hours in the hot tub, actually. What I did read is that, Spending an hour in the hot tub is like running two or three miles or something because your heart is fucking going bananas. So I would say two hours of pickleball and then into the hot tub. I mean, I'm sure he didn't do it on purpose, but I also saw that he had COPD medication, Really? right? So you have to assume that he probably was not getting good oxygen. I mean, I don't know. And, I mean, they just wanted to make it sound so bad with him, I guess, uh, having prescription drugs. At his house, anti-anxiety, anti-depressant. You know, they just can't let the guy die with any dignity. I mean, I guess if you live in Hollywood, they just refuse to let that happen. He must have been some kind of left-wing weirdo. Well, I'm going to get a drag it out of clicks, you know, whatever you Right. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, TMZ, who I do follow on Instagram, uh, they're pretty uh, hardcore about making sure that they uh, – they have an update on him, even though it's not technically an update, every five seconds, pretty much. Uh, retrospective, you know, here's what Matthew Perry had to say about this. And not even can't. that. Like, four people speaking out on Matthew Perry's death. His gardener was there two weeks before his death. Listen to what he had to say. Oh, Lord. Well, and they got into, like, some girlfriend of his who was with him the night before he died. I mean... What is she supposed to say exactly? He went and played pickleball. He must not have been feeling too bad. Have you played have you pickleball? Played? Apparently, it's called a rage. One time. There was so no pickleball, so and now all I fucking hear about is pickleball. COVID. COVID was good for pickleball. You know pickleball's making it mainstream when you see it on Shark Tank. Was pickleball on Shark Tank? I'm assuming it had to be. I mean, I'm about to Google it, but I'm assuming it's on Shark Tank. Something, Something related to pickleball. Oh, yeah. my God. I saw a new episode of Shark Tank last night. Yeah. Robert. Robert has the worst plastic surgery I've ever seen. Oh, and really? Lori. Lori. Why, Lori? Why? What happened? Looks so tasty before. Now Lori looks like a freak of nature. What, what happened? Please look up Lori's new face. No. no. Yes. 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 I'm going to have to ask you, are you looking up Lori's face? I am. Yeah. Is it so bad that there's going to be a bad. It's, it's bad. It's very bad. Uh, even so bad that her boobs wouldn't even, were not making a difference for me last night. No. I don't know what happens to people in Hollywood why they think that you need to look like a freak of nature. Was it like a face lift? It's like a face everything, like implant. I don't. I mean, I don't know about implants, but her lips are all puffed up, and her mouth is like 
this wide. Oh. She looks terrible because she's such an attractive lady. You know, some people just grow old with grace. That's you know what exactly I mean? what I was going to say. Look at Jamie Lee Curtis. She still looks all right. I mean, yeah, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen her lately. Maybe she doesn't. But I'll, I know who did have uh, plastic surgery and still looks pretty good. Did you see that on my arm? Oh, my. But who? What? what? You? Oh, yeah, I burned myself. And you had you plastic, plastic surgery? What happened? Uh, I was lighting our fireplace, which is an LP fireplace, you know, natural gas fireplace. And since it was the first time of the year, like, you have to bleed the, the line of the natural gas. Okay. So I was sitting there laying on the floor with the, one of those, like, a, like one of those long lighter sticks, like yeah, you do, you know, you know what you're talking about. And I had to keep it going forever and ever and ever. And it never did light. So then I'm like, tell my wife, I'm like, screw it. This is not working right now. So I put the lighter thing down and I turned to get up and I pushed my arm right against the end of that fucking hot lighter. Damn. So if you look, it's like a perfect circle. Yeah. Yeah. Like the end of one of those lighters. But uh, uh, you went in on this class election lawsuit because apparently that should probably, that should have some kind of silicone tip on it, I would think. It should have a silicone tip, and it, it should have some sort of light that indicates how hot it's getting. So <laughs> That's like, true. It should have a sensor. Fire is too hot. Right. I figured out, I figured it was cold since it was not glowing red. That's right. It should have been black, cool to touch. I went in on your lawsuit, though, with the tear here. Moments after posting that, my son comes to me with a bag of uh, baby carrots, and he's like, can you open this? Guess what? Said tear here? No, I couldn't open it. No. I'll tell you what. I had a headache the other day. This, this, I could have died, probably. I had a headache the other day, and I got one of those little tinfoil pouches, uh-huh. right, with two Advil in it or whatever, and it has a little fold and tear here. Oh, no. Fold and tear here is ridiculous. Sometimes it works. About 1% of the time that will work. But no, normally it does not work. And I was folding and tearing for like 40 minutes until my headache was excruciating. And then I had to get a pair of scissors, which is, I mean, that's, what am I supposed to do in an emergency? You're on a desert island. You've got a package that says tear here. What, where's the safety net? And can you now bill them for the price of your scissors? I would think I should. I think that should be part of the class action lawsuit. I think it's sure. How many people have died while waiting to get open to a tear here, and they couldn't do it? How many mass shootings? How many mass shootings? How many people have had to purchase their own pair of scissors or pocket knife? How many people have ripped out a tooth? There you go. How many people have cut themselves trying to use a pocket knife or oh, yeah. some other thing to get in there? People don't have pocket knife skills. How about how many people have been inconvenienced? Just an inconvenience factor. What if you have to ask someone else to tear open your medication? Punitive damages. I think we should definitely go for I mean, everybody is a victim. Everybody is a victim. Everybody who's ever tried to open anything. They can't get it right. They don't care to get it right. What is, what's the long game? What do you think the long game is? I don't think they have a long game. I think that nobody's Nobody. gone through what we're about to go through to take, hold their feet to the fire. To take big tear here down? Take big tear here down. We're, we're battling big tear here. Don't gonna mess tear with him up. Fucking assholes. Always about tearing here. That's all it ever is. If they could just at least, at least try to make the arrow point to where you're actually supposed to tear. There just you go. Step in the right direction. 
And then then they could work on actually having the notch. Because so many times it says tear here, and there's just not a notch. And you just right, yeah, I agree. Then the that stretches. There was a notch on that one. First of all, okay, how about this? How about we make it out of something you could grip onto? How about a little texture on the outside of the package, right, where you can grip this fucking package and tear here? Whenever we had horses, we would buy horse feed. And the horse feed at the top would have a string. There you go. string Just unzip like a fucking zipper. Why can't everything have that? You know what? They used to do that on cat food. And now they still have the string, but pulling on the string does nothing. Pulling on the string will not open anything. Just they, a waste of string. Big string. Big strings in on this. One of their uh, headhunter hiring personnel got a CEO from a tear here company on board, and he's like, "We don't. This doesn't actually have to work." He's like, "Yeah, why waste money on R and D to make sure it works? Right. right? Just say it works, and if someone comes after us." There's probably a disclaimer on the fucking thing that we never even looked at. Probably says, don't, you know, tear here may not work. Do not might, use tear here in case of an emergency. Might be a tiny asterisk that I've never noticed. I bet there is. Turn it up because and down the, and look. It's, no, you don't, don't fucking bother. The writing is so small on there anyways, they can put whatever they want. It's like the end of one of those commercials, like, and may cause death. May cause death or paint rot. Did you ever do any of those voiceovers that were, like, super-duper fast like that? You know, it's funny. I heard a commercial today with a super-fast thing. It reminded me of one I did. It wasn't for a medical thing, but it was written by somebody in, like, India who didn't really understand speaking English. And it was a super-long script and had to be done in, like, 30 seconds. And every time I sent it back, he's like, can you do it faster? And I got it. I, I honestly, I, had, I spoke it as fast as I could. It took me, like, 20 fucking Back and forth takes. Right. I did it as fast as I fucking could. But luckily by then, I didn't even have to read the script. Just, blah, 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 blah. And still, even then, to make make it work, I had to, like, go into the wave file and, like, every fucking, like, every tiny little word, space, cut yeah, it out. out. And so by the end, to me, it didn't even sound like fucking English. It was just like... And there's no way to just, like, do that and then speed it up. There is now. The down. There, there is now. You don't have. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You can just adjust the. Uh, I forgot the setting, but yeah, you can make it faster, but it, it automatically keeps the pitch the same. Most of those you hear now. That's what they're doing. It's not right. like a fast talk or like that guy from the eighties. Yeah, who was that guy? What was his name? Ken Toyota or something like that? No, that was the. Uh, you're thinking of the liar guy, the Suzuki liar. Oh, was it? But yeah, there was a fast talker, too. Wasn't there a fast talking guy, too, though? That was probably more like the 90s. Let's see. 90s fast talking guy. Yeah, John Moshita Jr. Let's hear one of his takes. Well, you'll have to play it. Oh. Also known as Motormouth, the fast talking guy. Who's cooler? All right, motor mouth, the fast talking guy, or the sound effects guy? Ooh, I'd have to. I kind of like the sound effects. Guy. Yeah, what's his name? Um, uh, I forgot to say, but he was recently it was kind of depressing. A contestant on like America's Got Talent. Ooh, and, oh yeah, I think I saw that somewhere. And he didn't make it. 
But the dude was a huge star in the 80s, and now he's slumming it on America's Got Talent. Back before they could get a phone to do a crazy uh, sound for you. Yeah. yeah. What was his name in, uh, wasn't he in one of them cop shows? Michael, Michael Winslow is his name. He was in Police Academy. That's where he What was his name in Police Academy? Do you remember? Oh, shit. I don't know. Let me look it up. He was in Spaceballs. Was he? Who yeah. was he in Spaceballs? He had a big part. Oh, that was his, his shtick in Spaceballs. He did the sounds. Here's John Machida doing uh, FedEx. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Do I need to share the screen with you? Uh, if I don't need to see it, you don't. Nope. It's mo- mostly audio, right? It absolutely has to be there overnight. Remember those commercials? Can make thin women feel oh, suck poop. To have the best poop of your life, you don't need fiber. You don't have to sit in some weird position. You don't need to do tummy exercises. And what do you need to poop? Don't need to drink gallons of water. Here's how people are actually having the best poop of their lives. They're not soaking down psyllium, doing weird exercises, or taking laxatives. That's not the best way to unclog stuff. They're drinking dirty water. Got it. So you want to work at what really makes you think you deserve a job? Okay, you and couple plans that need to be in New York on Monday, LA, and Tuesday, New York on Wednesday, LA, and Thursday, New York on Friday. Got it? Got it. So you want to work here? What really makes you think you deserve a job? Well, sir, I think I'm like, I'm going to see you and have a sharp mind. Excellent. Can you start on Monday? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Without hesitation. Congratulations. Welcome aboard. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And in conclusion, Jim Bilbao called Fred Low, Dork, Dave, and Ted. Business is business. And as we all know, in order to get something done, you got to do something. In order to do something, you've got to get to work. So let's get work. Thank you for taking me. Pete needed a bang up job. I'm putting you in charge of Pittsburgh. It's really perfect. I know it's perfect, Peter. That's why I picked Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's perfect. Peter, may I call you Pete? Call me Pete. Pete. Isn't it just like here to see you? I'll wait 15 in this fast moving, high pressure, get it done yesterday world. Aren't you glad there's one company that can keep up with it all? Got a deal, good. I'm putting you down to deal with this. Dick, what's the deal with the deal? Are we dealing? We're dealing. Dave, it's a deal with Don, Dork, and Dick. Dork, it's a deal with Dave, Dick, and Dave. Don, it's a Dork, it's Dick, Dave, and Dick. Gotta go, Dave. Disconnecting. Gotta go, Dick. Disconnecting. Gotta go, Dave. And absolutely, positively has to be there overnight. I remember that. I recognize that. Me too. I'm trying to figure out what year. I'm trying to say what year it was. Good old days when actually they cared about making good ads. Do they care anymore, you think, Rufus? No. Have you seen a good commercial lately? Only commercials I ever see or recall are about prescription drugs, and they all stop. Right. What is the deal with that? Why is there so many prescription drug Things. Now, wait a minute. I'm going to say that that FedEx commercial was ripped off from the movie Office Space. It's probably, it's probably the other way around. That FedEx commercial is old. So is, um, not, so is this movie. Oh, wait. Head Office is the name of the movie. I think I'm like one of only five people that have seen the movie. Never heard of it. So you're one of one of people here. Rick Moranis. Here he is right here. Now, tell me this is. Now, this was 19. 19- 85. Oh, what happened? Is this from the movie you're talking about? Yes. You know what? I'm going to share my screen with you. Such a good movie. Please watch this movie. Someday. I wish more people would watch this movie. What? What's it called? Head Office. Head Office. I mean, I could probably show you the poor good parts of the movie, but it's a decent movie. Share screen with Rufus. Let's see here. Let's see if we can remember how to do this. Start sharing. We can. All right. There we go. Howard Gross. 
Bruce is the kind of guy who really knows how to handle the pressure. This is Howard Brooks. I'm 35 years old. I'm the head of this division. I'm not the head of this division because I'm a moron. I got the head of this division because ah, ah, I'm not a moron. Listen, my neck is on the line. You guys, I know one who's going to determine whether this is brilliant or not brilliant. And I'm telling you, it's crap. Look, I'm telling you, I'm not listen, listen to me for a second. I'm going to try to sell pantyhose. It's on my head. I got to convince them to kill me 100,000 times. And closing down a plant, moving it to Latin America, is not unpatriotic. Get a demographic. I got a salvage being patriotic as goddamn apple pie. If anybody up there sees this, I'm gonna die. They're gonna kill me. Uh, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got the bonus going here. I got holes. I got, I got, I got, I got 35 lines going here. I got going three lines coming out. Three people looking at me. I got 35 lines. I got 35 people looking at me. Hey, up for a second. What? Ultra Pursuit Fighters for 
480 million dollars. What are the chances of a war between them? Very good, sir. Our spare parts and replacement contracts could be very important. Who trains their flight personnel? Well, as near as we can assess it, um, they don't actually fly the planes. They they sort of roll them downhill, crashing them into each other. Rock, rock, paper, scissors. Jeez Louise. 
I've never heard it called Roche. I thought Rochambeau was kicking each other in the nuts with somebody. Ready? On three. On three and three, three, right. One, two, three, one, two, three, what? Just one, two, three, shoot. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. One, two, three, shoot. You were like ten minutes behind. That's that's a lag. No, there is no lag. Yes, it is. All right. Uh Uh-oh, we've done the same one so far both times. Big, big game. No! Ah, it's the sloth. It is. It's the communal mind of the sloth. There's nothing we can do about it. Why even go on with that? Why even go on in perpetuity, as Mr. Wonderful would say? Mr. Wonderful did not have um, plastic surgery. But you know who did it look like to me, too? Are you ready for this? Mark Cuban. That doesn't sound right. I'm going to look up Lori Grenier plastic surgery. I, I, I did. I did. They showed it before and after. And yeah, she looked weird. Her chin looked really long and pointy. Now, Barbara, didn't she have plastic surgery one time, too? I'm sure she's probably had before. She looked too good for a 90-year-old woman. How old is she, actually? She's old. She's got to, I think she's. she was on Noah's Ark. Barbara Cochran, right? That's her name. Yeah. yeah. Arbor Cockring? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Arbor Cochran age. She's 74. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And still doable. Here's Lori. How old do you think Lori is? You know what you, you know said what you about Barbara Cochran once, funny, though? Whenever I told you how hot she was? What'd I say? You said, you said yeah, get that dress off if she falls apart. Or- uh, I probably did say that. Yeah. Lori Grenier is actually two months older than me, or two months younger than me. What? So what? she's 37? Yeah. She just turned 37. Awesome. A very young, young... Uh, virile. Virile. Clearly virile. 37-year-old. For sure. For sure. Yeah, her new face looks awful. What did you do, Lori? Why? Why? You know what? Am I going to have to stop following her on Twitter now that she did this, you think, Rufus? I think I'll you think should you just send a message. What, is the, what are the chances of Lori Grenier ever appearing naked in anything? You think there's a, a, a chance? Legitimate, Legitimate no. AI generated, yes. She holds 120 patents. You created or bought? Now, obviously from the show, would you think? We ain't dogging on you, Lori. We love you. We love you, Lori. Don't hate on us. We're going to be on your show someday. Uh, in my personal opinion, on that show, Lori Grenier is the person that you want to partner with. There's no use to have anyone else on that show. I tend, I to, tend agree to agree with you from what I've, what seen. I've seen. Yeah, Because yeah, I don't sure. think anybody else brings the thunder like Lori does. And especially, and especially for the types, types of, of products that we come up with because they're in her wheelhouse. Right. They're right. They would be master, uh, uh, I guess, go straight to the consumer, right? Isn't that what she does? Yeah. yeah. Well, she's on QVC and stuff, too. Right. That's what I mean. That's like her deal. Yeah. So uh, who would – now, you have to – you're on Shark Tank. Who is the shark you don't want? I very rarely want Mr. Wonderful. Right. And, and in terms of just, like, who resonates with the kinds of products I come up with, with – Damon John, John is kind of like outside my wheelhouse. I don't care about. What about Robert? 
I'm on the fence about him, man, because sometimes he seems like he's uh, got a good beat on something, and other times he's got a beat on shit that I think is shit. All right, I'm asking you the question. Who has the least amount of deals on Shark Tank? Who do you think has the least amount of deals? The least least amount of deals? Who put together the least amount of deals on Shark Tank? I'm going to say Mark Cuban because he seems to be the most apprehensive about everything. That's a pretty good guess, probably. I'm I'm going with Robert because I never see him go in on anything. I I, I can can go that way, too, because he's on the show, but I can't recall anything he's ever partnered with. Well, Shark Tank, Lori Grenier is the least likely to close a deal? What? No. That's because people are stupid. According to Forbes. I mean, close a deal or let's see. What percentage of people who get a deal on a show? Oh, here we go. Second, second lowest is Robert. Okay. The investors say the entrepreneurs would often come to the show with inaccurate financial claims that would subsequently come to light once lawyers got involved. In the 2023 Oracle, Cuban also said that series had recently seen a rise in what they once called gold diggers, people who only appear on the show for a free commercial. I mean, yeah. that doesn't surprise me at all. I've, I've, I've got, got that vibe I, from a few that I've seen that I'm like, uh, they don't want to deal. They just want to get the name of their stupid shit out there. So last night on the show was a thing called the crap strap. And the guy actually got a deal. And what it was was a strap, right, that you, like, put around your waist to hold you away from, like, a tree or a truck bed or whatever so you can, like, Lean back and take a dunk. I've seen, I've seen that, that long, long with Shark Tank. He did not invent that. Really? Yes. Yeah. When did you see it? I, I remember seeing it. Like, I've been camping for a long time. I remember seeing it on, like, Amazon or, uh, you know, uh, L.L. Bean or whatever. And they have sold 4,000 units for four, four, $50 a piece, if you can believe that. Anytime I have shat outside and I have shat outside, I usually just put my back against a tree and get that sitting motion, right? Do you really need a strap? No. No, I usually lay on my back and hold my legs up. There you go. Just let it roll out. They call that recycling. It just rolls out and you wiggle a bit. (laughs) Is that what you do? Yeah. 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 Uh, You sound like you're very uh, learned in that. Thing. Let's see. So what? Uh, I closed my Blog Talk Radio, so it's on you to be on top of Blog Talk Radio right now. Then. I don't know. Nothing. I just want to make sure that we're on the up and up in case somebody calls in to six four six 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 eight eight six six. Shit! I know that's you. Never mind. I thought somebody called in, but the host. Well, I mean, luckily we got uh, Joaquin checking the line to make sure that. All, I mean, out of all the calls we get, we, we are only taking the finest calls, folks. So don't waste your time calling in if you don't have something important to say. Lori Grenier, call us up, 646-668-8826. Let us know what's up. Let us know what you want to see us invent to be on Shark Tank with you. <laughs> Tell us what to invent. I mean, we, we've invented quite a few things. I don't know. I, I would just let ask her to go through the 500 shows that we have and pick out what she wants. I wonder what we'd have to pay her if we just said, look, we want you to listen through all the shows and jot down every brilliant idea you hear for a product. Right. 
We have 14,000 hours. What would it take financially for you to do that? I think she would do it just for fun. I think, you know what? She'd discover the fun as she did it. How about just an autograph? All she needs is an autograph. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think her boobs look like naked? Should we, let's Google Lori Grenier's boobs and see what comes up. It's going to be AI generated for shit, but it'll look good. Think it'll give us her boob size? I you could find that. Rick Rainier, surgery, nose job, boob jobs, Botox, lips. That just came up. Let's That's see. Long laundry Shark tank then and now. I don't even want to look. Look, here's look. Her, look here's her body measurements. Did Lori Grenier go under the knife? Body measurements and more. Okay, how much do you think she weighs? How tall do you think Lori Grenier is? I think she's I think kind of she's tiny, maybe five, five, five. five. Ooh, I think you've checked this out before. You no, want I have to be I honest with us right now? She's, she's so tiny. She's 5'4", five, 5 feet 4 wow. inches. Okay. She weighs 131 pounds. I'm surprised Her cup that. size is a C, so she's got healthy tatas. Her shoe size is a 7 half. Those are some tiny feet, aren't they? Her body shape, hourglass. Her dress size, an 8. All right. too big for a five-four woman. What? Her breasts? Our breast size is relative. Like, is a C cup on a five-nine woman a C cup on a five-four woman? That's yeah, I would think so, right? Because the bra size is the same, right? The cup size on the bra is the same. Good point. Good point. I mean, I'm guessing that's a very good question. Call us up. Let us know, uh, Lori. So here's some Lori Grenier quotes. I think people don't like when you're not confident about what you're pitching and they don't want to invest in you or get behind you. What does that make? What? People don't like when you're not confident about what you're pitching. So you have to be confident in your idea. That's what you said. I had an idea. I was passionate about it, and I had to work hard to turn that into a big success and more products. Uh, So far, her her quotes are underwhelming. I had I have an innate instinct for knowing what's going to work. Not, not really feeling that. I think running a business, doing what I've done for the last, since 1996, has taught me so many things because I started from just an idea and then had to figure out how to make it, market it, every single thing from soup to nuts on how to get a project done and get it out there. Well, probably helpful when you look like Lori Grenier, I would imagine, to get things done. If I was interviewing someone for a job and these are the answers they gave, I'd be like, thanks for coming down. Yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling it. I prefer to like the people I invest in, but it's not an absolute necessity. As long as they have a good mind, I know they'll do whatever it takes to be successful. What was Lori Grenier's, like, what was her product? How did she get her start? I don't know what her claim to fame was. I have no idea. Let's see. Let's see Lori Grenier's product. Lori Grenier first. I'm going to say some kind of exercise thing. Yeah. You would be wrong. Her first uh, thing is a jewelry organizer holder for which she received a patent in 1988. So it was her thing she came up with. Her holder with at least two movable and interchangeable stands. The most cited patent of Lori Grenier. Let's see if we can find a picture of it. 
sounds underwhelming. I see. I mean, they're probably on Amazon. Lori Grenier first buy. Okay, Lori Grenier jewelry. Probably probably still Oh, that's a good fact. Let's see. Oh yeah. Well, wait. Jewelry Amour. Well, that's not from her. You think? I don't know. Here it. Here it is. It's just a. I mean. You want to see it? I don't. I don't think she invented it. I think she just handed it. Maybe. If this is the one. I can't, I can't imagine, imagine a revolutionary way to store jewelry. Well, I mean, I, this is not revolutionary. I don't think unless. I mean, I remember my grandma having something like this way back when. I bet her grandma did too. She got the. I've seen those since I was a child. Right, and that's since 1998. Yeah, Yeah. there was a patent that expired and she bought it. You know what? You're probably right. We should be looking into doing that. I've I've heard about that as a money making strategy. Patents expire, you buy them. Put them in your name, and then you get all the money from everything else that comes after. What do you, what, I mean, let's think of something that the patent's got to be getting ready to expire on the, that's flying under the radar right now. Uh, I mean, surely there's probably a place you can go to search for patents that are ready to expire. I'll look it up right now. If not, we should start a website where you pay a fucking fee to join to know when Pat when what just to get a look at shit that's about to expire. Could your AI guy write uh, that, please? Okay, here's, okay, here's expiring buttons coming up. <laughs> really? Is it a subscription service or is it free to look? It's, it's just no, it's a list. Oh, let's hear. Fucking long. Uh, automatic dispenser apparatus, hair dryer and attachment style, rotary cheese grater with press plate seal. So a lot of this stuff has been made defunct, I would imagine, right? Uh, that's my guess. Solenoid activated bathtub drain closure, anti-fall-off system and method. I'm not hating that solenoid activated drain system. I mean, as things get more and more fucking uh, computer thing, why not an app that opens and closes your fucking uh, bathtub drain? Well, I think that'd be a a different patent. This patent was probably patented in like 1848. Well, you probably still would need a solenoid, right? Something to actuate the closing of the the deal. Artificial spinal discs, reset speed control for watercraft. Bar delivery system method. What does that mean? Like, what kind of bar? I mean, can you look at the patent and get the drawings and shit, or not? Uh, click that one. It says issued in 2009, filed in 2003. Um, yeah, I guess it's a couple years overdue, right? Is it every 10 years? <laughs> I bet that's what she did. I bet she found the, the patent for something she already had and just bought it. Or she did one tiny little thing of the thing. Oh, I put a mirror on the inside. Now it's completely different. All right. All right. So, 
So that's pretty clever. You got to hand her that. Well, we're assuming that's what. Maybe this isn't even the thing. And I'm assuming it is, though, right? It's got to be gotta something be. as simplistic as that. I mean, what hearing organizer. I mean, she found her niche. Let's just say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, only a great mind can think of that. <laughs> it's a miniaturized earring holder, like you would see at Spencer's. But in white. Not dogging you, Lori. Uh, I'm going to come back and visit you in eight or ten months when your face is a little less swollen, and I'm sure you'll be looking fine because you are a beautiful, intelligent young lady. That's what, what I want to say. What do you think, do you think she smells she's... like? Ooh, I bet she smells good. <laughs> like coconut, coconut and lemon. Lemon. Thing like lemon. She smells like lemon, like very clean, lemony, exciting smell. Like a cleaning, like a cleaning product? product. product. Yes. yes, absolutely. But all natural cleaning products. Oh, sure, sure. Where you where you bring your own water, right? So oh, yeah. you're also supplying your own water. So we're not wasting that kind of resources, right? For uh, for shipping stuff and whatnot. What's in the, do you see where they came up with dehydrated beer? No, no, that's terrible. Look it up, please. Look it up. Dehydrated, dehydrated beer. Yes. You, you see where they came up with dehydrated water? Shut up. Ah, 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 ah. Thank you. Thank you for getting that. Are you looking up dehydrated beer? I'm running running dehydrated beer in the show notes. It's actually a thing, and I'm trying to remember remember what country it's from. I think it's from Germany or somewhere. Austria? Austria? Got to be Germany or Austria. Powdered Powdered beer, beer. lightweight, eco-friendly, and great for camping or the apocalypse. Does it say or the apocalypse, or did you add that? No, no it's, 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 it's not true, really. It's an it's article. A, right. But I didn't know people had sense of humor anymore. What year was that? I saw this like four years ago, I think. Uh, no day. German, German monks create world's first powdered beer, March 2023. Okay, so it wasn't that old. I thought it was a while back I saw that. Leave it Leave to German, German monks. <laughs> Is that what it says? They're oh, preparing for the apocalypse, and uh, they're dehydrating beer now. That is that's wild. What does it taste like? I mean, could it – would it ever best? Would you I'm, add I'm, I'm going to buy some and, and do it on the show. Can you buy it? Surely you could buy it, right? I don't know. Search. Well, look, well, I click the website. It's not opening up. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here's okay. Right. Dehydrated beer from a 2014 article. Okay, I'm gonna put buy dehydrated beer. There you oh, go. I'm gonna try this out on the show. Oh my god, that'd be so awesome. Try it out the same day we finish the hot sauce. Oh, so you're chickening out on the hot sauce tonight? <laughs> I wouldn't call it chickening out. I would call it being a coward. Uh, no, all no. the beer. Man, if I search for it, then everything that comes up is like a beer powder you're supposed to use in cooking. It's not like actual. We'll put alcoholic beer. Don't put dehydrated. What did they call it? 
Instant beer. Look up instant beer. Furios. Eldest German brewery invented the world's first beer. It's a long time to load. Here, I'm going to send you the link so we can watch it. It's the... It's from 2023. Apparently, actually, beer that you can mix in water and drink. I want to see it. A brand new thing. I'm sending you the link. Please relax. I'm telling you. Is the link here already or what? God damn, about time. We're going to watch it. Am I sharing the screen with you? I don't know. Hurry up. (laughs) Going as fast as I can. Your computer's slowing me down. Powder plus water this equals beer. The future of beer. In Germany, also known worldwide as the land of beer, a new innovation was born. The, the land beer of powder. beer? But who comes up with such an idea? <laughs> this man did. Stefan Pritcher, general manager of the Neustadt Brewery. He and his team spent some two years developing the formula for beer powder. But why? We're exporting uh, the, the beer, the moisture, the beer, to the whole world. And you can imagine one glass is like a half a kilogram versus glass, and the water is also... Yeah, it was all about saving money. I remember that part. I might have seen this all day. I think I read it. So we were trying to invent something which is totally unique. I remember that, dude. uh, Powder which is carrying all the taste of the beer inside. On average, every German drinks around 90 liters of beer annually. It's like you've seen a World War II ration package. Right. Yeah. With a market share of more than an alcoholic ration. What makes book. German beer so special is the country's purity law, which allows only hops, barley malt, water, and yeast in beer. The Neuzella Brewery is about 150 kilometers southeast of Berlin. It's been making beer for over 400 years, starting as a monastery yeah. brewery. In the Middle Ages, monks often brewed beer to get them Middle through times ages. of fasting. But leaving tradition and purity law they aside, got drunk instead of eating, you know why? values innovation. It's a bit more fun it's than fun. eating. Because beer is food. In Germany, oh, yeah, that's true. That process for oh, making shit. beer powder is secret. Anka tells it, this newfangled beer... Oh, no, what did I do? There we go. ...starting as a monastery brewery. In the Middle Ages, monks often brewed beer to get them through times of fasting. But leaving tradition and purity law aside, Stefan Fitcher also values innovation. Ooh. I don't care about uh, uh, a recipe about how to brew beer because purity law is just recipe advice, in my opinion. It's very nice, but if the customer would like this, I would be happy to serve this way. But my customer is telling me, no, 95% of my customers say, no, we want just something different, not always the same. But as traditional brewer Oliver Lemke tells it, this newfangled beer powder has nothing in common with quality traditionally brewed ale, though he admits he hasn't tried the innovation yet. Das wird ein komplett anderes Produkt sein. Ich sag mal, selbst wenn Sie Haarmilch trinken und Milch trinken, dann kennen Sie einen Unterschied. Und das ist eben wichtig für die Leute, dass Sie das so einschätzen können. Aber das hat mit der Art Bier, wie wir sie äh, äh, zelebrieren äh, und äh, wie sie uns Spaß macht, äh, einfach nichts zu tun. So that's the difference between a guy who actually drinks beer, who is the guy, the second guy, and the guy who yeah, makes yeah. beer, who's like, I don't really care about the end customer. This well, is sure, about sure. what's in it. To make money. Well, he does though, because he's saying that's not what the peers don't. The people don't want those just like for purity laws, right? They want something outside of that. But then right, the second right. guy's like, no, we have to make beer inside of the purity law. 
I, I, I think, I think one guy is, is a real beer, real beer guy, and the and other guy, the guy doing the the powdered beer, it, it's like the difference between Bud Light and like some local brewery, you know? Well, because he was saying that maybe he they, they, they wanted more out of beer. I don't know. Let's see. Maybe Stefan Lichke will let us know. They turn they, out Bud Light purely to make money, not for secret. Stefan Plitscher says dispensing with bottles will reduce export costs and be good for the environment. But without knowing how the powder is produced, a full eco-check is not possible. The brewery would certainly That's be able to check. save on shipping expenses. So what's in it for me? No more carrying crates or six packs, for example. With this invention, all you need is some basic water and beer powder. But does it taste any good? I mean, it's 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 not bad. I think um, it's alcohol for you. Oh. <laughs> uh, hey, I won't be too harsh. I mean, it's not around. like a beer like I've tasted before, and I think it's because there's no like bubbles in it. Yes, of course. But yeah, I I could have. So there I is drink no this. bubbles. I can drink this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not bad. The beer powder has yet to make its market debut. The brewery is currently working on a version ah. with alcohol. But will the Germans even drink powdered beer? I mean, they don't have a fucking choice. I think I will just try it out of curiosity. Enthusiasm for the idea not make it on short Might there come a time when beer powder would? You don't think so? If it had alcohol in it, is it a Shark Tank contender? If it had alcohol, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of places that are doing the all non-alcoholic beers now. Mocktails, right? Mocktails are a thing, Rufus. I guess. I yeah. I'm trying to figure out how would they. Uh, can you possibly dehydrate alcohol? I don't. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't seem like you could, but I don't know why I think that. I mean, is it alcohol is like a chemical? It's not. It's a it's vapor, not like, and it turns to a gas yeah. at some point. It's a. Well, it's you a know what? Sugar. I'm going to let you look that up. Why don't you look at, up if we can dehydrate alcohol? Just look up dehydrated alcohol. Surely there's some kind of particle you can make carry the alcohol vapor until it's turned back into real alcohol. Well, alcohol, alcohol causes dehydration. Right, right, and I mean it evaporates, doesn't it? Alcohol powder. Okay, this is Wikipedia. Alcohol, alcohol powder, powder is a product, product generally made using microencapsulation. When reconstituted with water, alcohol in powder form becomes an alcoholic drink. So, yeah, it's a thing. Buy one of those. See if you can buy one of those. It was in March 2015, four product labels for specific powdered alcohol products were approved by the U.S. States, uh, United States Alcohol and Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau. So what, like a, a instant margarita and an instant shot of whiskey, or what? Yeah, something like that. Man, imagine selling those at the airport. No kidding. Oh, Take them on the plane, just getting, getting water off. for free. People just dumping them in their mouth, <laughs> like a shot. That's how you got to sell it, like a shot of fucking make a mint or something out of it, and sell it like a shot of Fireball. It's on Amazon. You can buy powdered alcohol. What does it say? Is it flavored? 
Uh, well, of course, there's a shitload of fucking products, but Margaritaville singles to go. Oh, non-alcoholic. Whoa. See, wait a minute. Yeah, all the powdered alcohol I'm seeing is more for, like, some kind of scientific use or cooking or something. Frozen cocktail drink mix. Drink powder or alcohol. Right? Yeah. So, no. It's bullshit. Well, I mean, surely that medical grade alcohol can be made just regular green alcohol. Well, at that point, you may as well just be fucking drinking hand sanitizer. They do it, right? Or mouthwash. Don't people drink mouthwash, too? Oh, yeah. yeah. Cologne? Wasn't Barbara, wait, was uh, Nancy Reagan drinking cologne? Nancy Reagan? Yeah. (laughs) Drinking cologne? Look, please Google that. Nancy Reagan drinking cologne. Five things you might not know about Nancy Reagan. That's here. Was she drinking cologne? Her perfume. What? Well, I mean, it's just things about her or something scandalous like that. Uh, Who... Who's the lady that they have the – who's the famous rehab place named after? Betty Ford. Betty Ford, <laughs> Betty Ford was drinking cologne. My apologies to you. <laughs> Please look up Betty Ford drinking cologne. Ugh. Poor Betty Ford. Oh, here's an article from 1978. Let's hear it. Betty Ford said yesterday she is addicted to alcohol as well as to the medication that led to her treatment at Long Beach Naval Hospital. Wow. Now get into her drinking cologne. Searching for the word on the page. Look up perfume. I did that too. That's why I searched. Oh, okay. No, I didn't say anything about that. Where you at? I'm here. What, what uh, am I doing? No, I had no, a I thumbnail with you oh. in it, and it disappeared. Cologne. You know that the fucking timer's beeping down on you, Rufus. Now, she didn't drink it, but she shot it up. What? Shut up. I can't say anything about perfume or cologne. What? No. How would I know that if it wasn't true? Your mind creates things sometimes. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not that clever, right? Subconsciously, you, you are. Son, like fucking five years ago in a show, we were inventing a, an alcohol kit for the back of the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a pretty clever name for it, if I recall correctly. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, shit. Oh, my it. God. We could easily sell that. Why did we give up on that dream? We, we should take that on Shark Tank. Which shows you do it? Go in drunk and sell it. Bathroom bartender, that's what we'll call it. Bathroom bartender. Turn around on the stool backwards, put up a fucking, uh, your iPad with some music and uh, like look like a TV on the wall. And just fucking have yourself a fucking morning cocktail. Fill the tank with ice and (laughs) Right. I mean, you just put the stuff back there to float loosely in our little, what we like, uh, uh, a little bar-shaped thing that will hold the, all the stuff down until you pull the toilet top up. And it goes, right. 
comes right to the surface. Just need a little mini refrigerant pump into the toilet tank so it keeps it cool. Well, the water in the toilet is relatively cool, if you've ever noticed. That'll fish around. In there. Well, I mean, that when your dick falls into it every day, like mine does, you can feel the, the different temperatures of the water. But think about it. It's recirculated pretty much all day. Sure. And the water in the back of the toilet is clean. Yeah, you could actually try to fix a drink. With using that water, having fucking vodka. Look, I guarantee you, someone has. Okay. Stick it on the side of the toilet tank. <laughs> no, because it, it, it's all supposed to be you're hiding your your morning cocktails or your evening cocktails in the bathroom with the bathroom bartender. Hello. That at least has to be in a skit somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it should be. It should be. It should be a real thing. I could see that in a. Sharper image. Okay. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna hide something in the back of my toilet, right? <laughs> and see how long it takes for someone fucking notices anything is back there. I'm gonna do that too, and we should compare how long. Right. I guarantee you, this could go ten years, and they've never it ever put in the back of the fucking toilet ever. I think we should do ever. it. What are you gonna put? Um, uh, I don't. I'm something that will last. Right, but you have to put something in big enough that it won't go down the hole in the bottom of the toilet. Something that'll float, then. I'm going to put a milk jug. How big is your toilet? It's not, but I was going to fill it with water. Right? That way it just displaces water. Oh, I see, I see. And it could be in there, but no one would know. I'll go, I'll I'll, I'll do the real test. I'll get like a pint of whiskey or something. Oh, my God, please do. I'll do that. Do that. Or you got to get it in a plastic bottle, though. Don't get it in a glass bottle. Even though a glass bottle would make more sense, probably. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, my God. What would your wife do if she finds a pint of whiskey in the back of the toilet? I'll just, I'll just tell her it's your fault. Go back to her daddy issues, probably. She never left them. Oh, zing. Good thing she doesn't uh, have internet or she can listen to the show. Oh, I don't know about that. I always wonder if my wife and daughter listen to the show. What do, you think? what do you think? I think we treat them with respect, unlike in regular life. Sure, sure, sure. We're respectful on the show. I say I more say... good things about my wife to you than I do to her. <laughs> that's and that makes for a healthy relationship, a one-sided yet healthy relationship. As long as it's all on my side. Right. As long as you have the upper hand, it's all good. That's right. And the you lower. Find if you do, you put something in the back of the toilet and see if you find it. And when she does it in six months, you bring it to her attention that you put something in the back of the toilet, wondering if she would ever find it, and now you're wondering how clean the fucking toilet could possibly be. It's a test. test. That's right. It is a test. How could you not have found this? You you put $500 in the bottle in the back of the toilet. (laughs) And fucking a year from now, break it up, go in there and say, I want you to take a look in the back of the toilet. Put a note with it and be like... If you find this on your own, uh, or you can have this $500. I'll get it notarized. Yes. Mail it to yourself first. And I then will. Put it there. I'll get a, a fucking date stamped on an envelope and have it notarized. <laughs> put it in there and see how long it takes. Do you think your $500 would be safe? I'd never see it again unless I opened up the back of the toilet. You know, I mean, I'm honestly, you don't think your wife has ever opened the back of the toilet? Well, this is a problem with my wife in this scenario. 
she's got to, she gets at the bottom of things. If, if the toilet's not working, she's right. Gonna... I was gonna say my wife will lift up. She won't. Yeah. She won't be able to fix it. Right. But she'll go and take the back of the toilet off in that situation. Right. Right. It's because of me. That's like a once every couple of years thing. Our to- I, I recently adjusted our toilet and it's been working perfectly. So if I put it in there now, I'm not gonna. I'll forget about it before I hear about it. Oh man, please do it, please. I'll do it. I'll do it for next show. Write yourself a note. I'm gonna text it to you right now. I'll do it, but I'll do it. And then the day that it's found, hire bottle on the show. Oh my god, I love it. I fucking love it. Regardless of the state of my health at that time, it could be All 15 right. years from now. It will be aged. I I could be an old man, but I'll down the whole thing. All right, here comes the text. Okay, great. We need to do this by the next show, I think. Can you handle it? Do you go to the liquor store? I mean, where are you going to get a bottle of what? Let's let's talk bottle now. Oh, a little fifth of Jim Beam or something. <laughs> a fifth, first of all, is a bottle this big. See, obviously, I don't drink hard liquor. A pint? Do <laughs> you want a pint or do you want a half pint? I mean, the one that'll fit your pocket. One of those little. Well, that's a pint and a half pint. Are you a, a man pint. or are you a mouse? I'm a mouse when it comes to hardcore liquor. Half pint, whatever. That's fine. Get a pint. Okay, a pint. I mean, I don't. I think a half pint would just float, probably. A, a pint would probably sink. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. That's cool. And get it, maybe you get it in glass and just put it in a plastic bag or something and tie it up so it doesn't smash around against the side of the thing. But Yeah, you yeah. don't want it going clank, clank. Right, that's what I'm worried about. The tattletale sound of the bathroom bartender clank, clanking every time you flush. Let's get bubble wrap it. <laughs> you might have to. You yeah. don't know. You haven't tried it yet. I'm optimistic, though. I'm optimistic. It won't. It will not be found. There's no doubt in my mind. It will not be found in 2023. No. 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 Not enough time. No. Do enough people even understand what goes on the back of a toilet? You think, or the top of a toilet? I think most people don't. I think most people think the the water in the toilet. You said it's clean. It is. I think most people think that's like poop water. Right. Yeah. Water. They definitely do. Yeah. I would think. I'm going to say vodka. You want to do vodka. Vodka is good because it's no smell, no flavor. You can mix it with anything. I'll do that. Right. Your, daughter, your wife will be like, you are drinking in the morning. And what if she's like, oh, my God. And she opens up something else, and she's like, look what I've been drinking in the morning. Honestly, if it's vodka, she might drink it and not tell me. <laughs> oh, I think the workman left a bottle of vodka in the back of the toilet. No, I better drink no. it. She'll drink the vodka. And put water in it and then just put it back in the toilet. <laughs> and hope I don't find All it. All right, wait a minute. Now when you find this bottle of vodka, we're going to have to take a drink for sure to make sure it's still vodka. Yeah, it might just be water. The steel will be broken. I'll be like, uh-oh. <laughs> Luckily, if she's smart, she'll do like I did when I was a kid and only mix it like 30% still vodka, 70% water, but it still tastes like vodka or whiskey or whatever. And still has the color of it. That's what I used to do when I was a kid. When I was drinking from the back of the toilet. Do <laughs> you think anybody's ever done one of those upper deckers that they talk about where they shit in the back of the top of the toilet? 
I've never even heard of this. What? You haven't heard of an upper decker? Why the, Why the fuck, fuck would you do that? Because you're mad at somebody, I guess. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share a screen and we'll Google upper decker toilet. If you're, if you're mad, mad at somebody, why are they allowing you to use their bathroom? Because they don't know you're mad yet. An upper decker. I think people talk about it. I don't think anybody's ever done it. I think it sounds like something that's made up. Like a dirty Sanchez. Oh, that's not made up. <laughs> dirty Sanchez. Leave it to you. <laughs> this happens if you take an upper decker. Oh, my God, this guy's going to do it on YouTube. All right. They don't allow that on YouTube. They don't? Oh, this is porn tube. Oh, no wonder it's bookmarked. <laughs> Spank marked. I see an African American woman and a dog. What are you? What are you watching on porn tube? When this special coffee loophole helped you drop from 184 to one. In today's video, we'll be finding out what would happen if you actually take what is known as an upper decker. Then we'll be finding out if it's possible to use hair remover cream to give yourself tiger stripes. Oh, my God. Shut up. More things you get serious to do. I love the idea of this guy's show right now. In the last video, I asked you guys to see dares in the comment section. And here's what you said. And I noticed there were several comments about removing hair. And lots of comments, for some reason, are always talking about taking a number two. I have no idea why, but you know what made me think of that? And when you combine that together um, you get something really nasty but who was the guy from one of the was it motley crew mick mar you know one of the guys that was addicted to heroin i think he was in, maybe it wasn't motley crew oh my god super famous band but he was shooting up with toilet water what, what? yeah and i saw him on i think it was howard stern he was asking me he's like hey man if you're a fucking junkie you don't, he's like, that. you're not even thinking about that. You're not even thinking about the fucking water of a toilet being dirty. You're just thinking about getting your next fucking fix. He right. died like three times and came back and now he's clean. And he had, I watched a thing with him, an interview, and it was good. He was, he was fucking out there. I mean, he wasn't out there. He's like totally sensible guy now. You know what I mean? Nikki, but he, Nikki Six? Well, yeah, I think it was Nikki Six. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's a pretty cool level-headed guy now. But right. Yeah, he was, he died at, at least once or twice. Yeah, I think he said three times. I think he got out of the hospital once. What did he say? He was drinking two-fifths of fucking whiskey a day or something, and, and Howard's like, what? He's like, two-fifths, and he's like, you mean? And he's like, no. Literally, dude, you're drinking two-fifths of fucking whiskey a day and shooting like $2,000 of the fucking heroin a day. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah, was that fucked up. You're like, how did your body even fucking survive that? And then he's I saw some other poor old guy who was like a famous rocker and he didn't do any drugs or anything, but his neck and body is all fucked up. And That's he Mick can't Mars. That Mick Mars? The, the other guitar player. Okay, so they were on the same program probably. And I was like, God, yeah. that guy Mick Mars, that sucked for him, right? He can't even do anything. And he didn't even abuse his body like that. Yeah, he has like a bone disease. Yeah, he does. Osteochondritis or something like that. Yeah. Where your bone just keeps growing, right? He just has, like, overgrowth of bone. It's, yeah, something's yeah. locking him up. All right, well, here we are. We're about to find what happens when you take an upper decker, folks. Check it out. You also get today's challenges. 
So leave me your dares in the comments section. I'll be picking 10 of my favorite to be featured in the next video. And remember to get as crazy or as creative as you'd like. Now, let's get this video. Finding out what happens if you take an upper decker, or as I like to call it, a top shelf number two. This is something I've seen referenced in like probably a million times. But like most of you, I'm assuming, I've never actually seen an upper deck in real life. I've definitely never done it myself, although i got to admit I have been tempted at times. It's for no other reason than just to shake things up a bit. Now, I'm assuming okay. that if you ever did do that to somebody's toilet, that they would probably kill you, and you deserve it. But what would happen to the toilet? Would your floating friend ever work its way down? Would Mr. Hanky ever actually make it to the Christmas party? We're here to find out. So the first thing I'm going to drop down the top deck of my toilet is some food coloring. Oh, he's not really going to do it then. Swiss Miss here with the marshmallows. Just jump right to the baby root bar already, dude, okay? we get to some of the more thicker stuff. And if for some reason my toilet's actually able to work that through, we're just going to keep increasing it until something bad happens. And that's the kind of thing. He's going to ruin his toilet. It's probably his girlfriend's apartment. You know he's at home. I guess that's what everything looks like. Pretty normal. Oh, look, there's a... A little Nothing spot where the whiskey bottle used to be. Just a very normal purpose. Now I wonder, what happens if I put a bunch of green food coloring in there? That is a lot of green food coloring. Uh, maybe so put it down the tube. So exactly that is going to be down the tube. Well, that's not surprising, but yes, it's totally green. And the upper deck like is so... Abs, you put in the well. toilet bowl. I'm probably going to have to have many, many flushes to actually send all this through. After one flush, everything is still completely green. Green in the toilet, green in the all over And I think one interesting thing to find out would be, how many flushes does it actually take to work this through? Let's count. Hopefully he's going to fast forward that, yeah. Now I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of people saying that I'm wasting water, but I can test that I am not. And that is because we are doing this in the name of science. Yeah, we're learning stuff here. Well, there might be a slight greenish tint to what's going on here, but for the most part, it's worked its way through the system. Not too bad, just a few flushes. All right, I really don't know what's going to happen when I drop a bunch of Nutella in here, but uh, <laughs> I guess it's going to be pretty gross. Oh, and, uh, this person has diarrhea. Oh, my God. Splashing water. Yeah, yeah. Post Taco Bell. But nobody ever said science was going to be pretty. We're finding out what happens here. Oh, yeah. Um, I Talk think about that, uh, have an entree called <laughs> Upper Decker. Or on the hand. Okay. I'm going to hit the flush and see what happens. Oh, uh, I out? see some of it going. Okay. Is it coming out here? A little bit. Oh, my God. Tiny strands of Nutella. It looks like I have worms in my toilet, but that's not worms. That's Nutella. And in case you're wondering, it's probably still tasty. And no, that was not in my toilet before. That's Nutella. It looks like most of it is actually still there. This may take a few flushes. Oh my god, it's gonna take like a month. And even even actually going. I may have to help it out here. That's kind of what I thought would Oh, right. So it's coming through the hole. 
that's going through. Hopefully it's not clogged because I wouldn't even know how to get that clog undone. The plunger's not going to really do anything if you get the top deck clogged. That's really for this part. All right, let's see how many flushes it takes for this to work its way through the system. Yeah, it's coming through the little holes. Oh, it's like coming out in little strings. This is probably very bad for my toilet. Yes, it is. You know, guys, I may have actually messed up a little bit here. I'm sorry. Let me go ahead and put that cocoa in. Now, that is what I call an upper decker. That's cocoa. Oh, oh, my God, it has. Let me cover a toilet with one magical thing. marshmallows in it. Oh. Well, that's one way to make hot chocolate. And by one way, I mean the delicious way. That looks absolutely amazing. Bombs Just spraying it with some water here so that way maybe I can actually get some of this stuff off. Well, I can tell that it kind of looks good on camera, but when you actually zoom in, you can tell that my toilet is still a little bit uh, hot chocolatey. Yeah. That's it's good. That's well, I guess eventually, though, the floating turd's going to dissipate, right? Into that kind of thing. Is, uh, yeah, it actually is turd. It's just going to float on top. So I think that we've determined that as long as your upper decker is no thicker than Nutella, you'll be in good shape. I mean, it did not break my toilet, which is odd because... That usually does occur when I'm doing challenges with my toilet, but this time it worked out okay. And that being said, we'll be on to the next one. What's this next on. one? For this next year, what we're going to be doing is finding out if a product like Nair would work at removing hair in a pattern. And as the guinea pig of this experiment, I'm going to be giving myself what could only be just... All right, we only need the password to see if it works. Stupid. Feel free to talk. I'm going to take a take leak. A... I'll be right back. Oh, my God. Are you for real? Never again. Yeah. yeah. All right, go take your lead. But it can be if you do it. Jeopardy? Yeah, we can. Ten minutes on clock. Hurry back. Get this thing going right now. Oh my God, it's going to be all over the place by the time I'm done. Why did I have to get the squirt bottle? That was not a good idea. One of the problems I knew I was going to be facing is that while I'm trying to put my pattern on my legs still, the timer's going. So I'm not even done drawing yet, but I need to finish soon. Not really sure why, but I instantly started just drawing a striped pattern. I'm gonna look like a zebra after this is over with. What is it called when you regret something while you're doing it? Is there even a word for that? Because I think I think that that's what I'm doing here. Just trying to make sure we get a nice patch of the nair on each one of the stripes. Because you know, I wouldn't want it to come out looking weird or anything. This stuff has the consistency of. And then I switched to Liberty Mutual and paid hundreds. I know. Once you see what's in these two heavy-duty totes, you'll feel safer when the next disaster rolls around because you'll know where you can get a survival food stockpile that's meant to last. These totes are designed to last for 25 years, and they come with three months worth of food packed inside. Stay tuned to find out how you can have more peace of mind in the face of natural or even man-made disasters. This is a full three months of food without needing any refrigeration or special storage. You're looking at our long-awaited three-month survival food kit. See these plastic totes right here? Well, I'm going to show you something right now. Some people are concerned that they might have to go for a long period of time without getting outside food. 
That's why Fort Patriots is blowing up with thousands of requests for survival suits. I should mention that when you get one of these heavy-duty, new and approved three-month survival food kits, you also get two of these 72-hour consistency of mayonnaise. And I don't like mayonnaise. So what I'm going to do is wipe all the nair off after the 10 minutes, and then either way, I'm going to go take a shower. But after that, we'll really be able to assess how this pattern theory worked. So it definitely feels a little bit tingly. I'm not saying it's burning or anything, but it feels a little bit weird. I can definitely tell that it's doing something. I have a very nervous four minutes and 37 seconds left. I really hope that the Nair company was pretty accurate with that 10-minute rule. It seems like just a minute or two in the wrong direction could be disastrous. But to be honest, in my case, it's probably going to be disastrous either way. I also really need to make sure I don't rub my hands through my hair. I mean, it's kind of like toxic mayonnaise. It's like mayonnaise from Chernobyl. Don't go try putting that on your sandwich. Also, another really great use for the Nair products are uh, suntan lotion. You know, for people that you hate, or if you just really, really, really want somebody to be hairless, it's going to suck having to wear pants for the next That's just going to be life for me. Or I could wear pants. Nah, I think I'll still go in shorts. I don't know. I mean, after I see it, I could totally end up changing my mind. And the bell's about to ring right now, so I'm going to start wiping this stuff off. Whoa! So I definitely got one stripe going. Oh my God. That's gross how it just comes right off like that. Oh, oh, wow. The hair is just wiping off. That is seriously disgusting. Honestly, that's so gross. I did not expect it to gross me out like that. And it's just hair coming off. And I've used this stuff before, but whenever I see massive amounts of hair coming off, that is gross, and people are definitely going to be giving me a lot of stares. I mean, seriously, have you ever seen anything as weird as that in your life? I don't think that I have. I honestly don't know if I want to scream or cry or laugh or just all of the above, but that is by far the weirdest thing that I've ever done to myself. You could turn a whole new trend. I expect it to be this psychotic looking. Let me go take a shower to make sure that I've got all of the off myself, which I'm pretty sure I don't. And then we'll we'll talk more about how I need to get into therapy. I promise I won't escape out of the window. Okay, so here we are on my yoga mat. And it's kind of a timeout yoga mat right now because I've been bad. I've done something very, very stupid. I look like a tiger. There's no other way to put it. I just do now. This is also probably what a prison uniform would look like in a nudist colony. So this obviously looks really terrible, and I'm not happy about that. But I deserve it. And I think that we did prove that you can use Nair to make weird patterns yes, in your hair. Yes, now you did. Yes, you did. All right, Rufus, how was your leak? Everything good? Any weird good upper decker stuff happening? Uh, uh, nope, did not yeah. upper deck. All right, all right. I mean, pee wouldn't be no big deal, would it? That's true. That's true. It really wouldn't be a big deal. I might do it for fun. You should start. See how long it takes your wife to notice. (laughs) Put that bottle of whiskey in there and start start upper deckering here. (laughs) I'm not going to piss on my own bottle of whiskey. (laughs) All right, let's see if we can get Alexa to work. Alexa? Oh, no. She's red already, Rufus. What's going on there? I'm just pushing buttons, just so you know. I'm not doing anything. This is weird. I've never seen it just go red. Uh Uh-oh.
Alexa. Alexa. What in the world? Right, I'm just going to hold this button down and see what happens. Always a good move. Ah! Shut up. That didn't scare me, though. Alexa. What in the world? Probably broken. Oh, that's the... So that's, just, that's just the volume. Oh, we're gonna miss. Now in setup mode. Uh, Follow the instructions. Didn't we do this last time? Yeah. Yeah. I know you're annoyed. I know you're so fucking annoyed. Sitting there doing nothing. Hey, hey, you should be more annoyed for me. You paid for the thing. I never use it. I only use it for the show. I got it. Okay, enable. Have to enable Alexa. Continue. I love how they're like expect you to know how to use their fucking all their shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's no instructions on here. It's just like, yeah, just, you know how to do it. Yeah, so many fucking apps are like that. How the fuck am I supposed to know? Okay. I bought a new router not too long ago, and it was like that. It's like, download the app and go. It's like, okay. Nighthawk? What? Nighthawk router? (laughs) Am I amazing or not? You're amazing, and they suck. They do suck. That's how I knew what it was. Your echo is ready. All right. All right. Alexa. <laughs> but it's still just sitting red now. Hold up. Not a good endorsement for a Nighthawk. Maybe they should just do better. Why can't they all fucking do better, Zigzag? Every fucking better sucks at some point sooner than it should. My printer is constantly a piece of fucking shit. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. I had to go. I had to print something. I had to scan a bunch of pages. So I go to fucking Walmart at quarter till 11 at night to buy their a scanner, right? And um, I get one. I'm looking. They got, believe it or not, they have, like, printers and scanners. There are, like, 20 of them. Sure. Right? So they've got these little placard cards that they're telling you what the scanners will do. Right? Oh, but you can't see the top of them. Because they're up on top of this giant fucking rack, right? But I needed one that had a multi-page feeder. You know what I mean? So I could scan more than one page. So I'm looking at the cards, and they've got one called a a 272DW, and it's 2720DW, okay? Model Model names to tell you nothing about what they do. Right. So I'm looking, and this one has a card in front of it, and it says... uh, Auto feed capability, right? Good, better, best. And it had it all the way at the best. So I buy it. I get it home. I open the fucking box. And there's no auto feed capability on this fucking thing. None. No, I didn't. I opened the box. I didn't have to take it out of the bag. And I knew. And I'm like, God damn it. So I go, <laughs> I go to return it the next day. And I get there at 5 after 8. Customer service is closed. They can't wait to tell me while they're staying there chatting after work that customer service is closed. 
Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, fuck. So I have to go and buy another fucking cheap shit scanner printer, $59. That does do multiple feed shit. And it's sitting right here right now. And the other one is still sitting in the back of my car. I had to I had print to something for my wife today. And just like every time I have to print something, I had to fuck with getting it connected to the network. Right. Because even though it was connected to the network, now it's not for some reason. And then naturally I gave up on that. I have a few you to try on your new Echo Dot. Let's get started. I can help you with your day-to-day calculations and countdowns. Let's try asking, what's 25% of 3,500? Alexa, what is going on? So I had to plug it directly into my computer. Let's try again. Which is how I, the only way I do it anyway. What's 25% of 3,500? What's 25% of 3,500? Why is it testing you that? I don't know. Alexa, it's not there. Alexa. You paid money for this product. Why is it testing you? What is going on? Alexa. It's just got a red ring around it. Nothing is happening. Let's try something else. No? Hold on. I was dwindling away for sleepy Rufus. I know. For me, too. I don't... It... Alexa. I don't know, Rufus. Looks like we're out. Looks like we're shit out of luck, folks. You're not going to get any Jeopardy tonight. It's just blinking. It's just glowing red. Let me look that up real quick. Alexa glowing red. What did you say to her? I said, please work. That's an uppity bitch. For a red ring simply means the microphone has been turned off. So how do you do that? Well, my was built in. It is, but I must have pushed something. Indicator rings, okay, blah, blah, blah. I have the red ring, okay. What, uh, blah, blah, what about, uh, okay. How to fix it? I think there's just a button. Alexa, play Jeopardy. What the fuck? There's a new Jeopardy event happening right now, but it's only available for Jeopardy subscribers. This weekend's event is Products and Profits, with 60 clues about the business world. Would you like to start a free seven-day trial so you can play in today's event? No. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Yes. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Team. Are you ready to play Team Jeopardy? Yes. Now it's time for this week's Team Jeopardy clues. They went back to team from sports. All right. Let's see who you'll be playing against today. You'll be playing against Jeff and Lou today. Good luck, players. Good luck. Jeopardy yeah. clues are worth $200 oh, I got to smoke some herbs. 
Our first Jeopardy category is NHL, NBA, NFL, or all three. Has a player position called center. What is all three? Excellent. Today's second category is nutrition. Like sharks, swordfish contain high levels of this toxic element, so limit yourself. What is mercury? Correct. Our third Jeopardy category is remember the LMO. The response starts with the letter L and will also have an M and an O. The city known for its porcelain is the birthplace of the French Impressionist Renoir. The city known for its porcelain is the birthplace of the French Impressionist Renoir. Alexa, continue Jeopardy. Welcome back, players. What's another hmm. You didn't say <laughs> the truth earlier today. Would you like Aww. to continue where you left off? Yes. Let's get back to where you left off. All right. Let's see who you'll be playing against today. Today's challengers are Jeff and Lou. Yeah, yeah, we Today's know. third Jeopardy category is Remember the LMO. The L-M-O. response starts with the letter L and will also have an M and an O. The city known for its porcelain is the birthplace of the French Impressionist Renoir. What is Lamino? No. Oh, the correct God. response was what is Limoges? Oh, damn, I was close. You are in the lead with $400. Jeff and Louie are tied for second place with $200 Your next Jeopardy category is state capitals. In 1821, Mississippi named its capital for this hero of the War of 1812. He didn't become president until eight years later. Who was Jackson? Good job. Nice. The next category is fruits and veggies. Sparkle flower is a cross between these two veggies. Repeat the question. Remember, please respond in the form Broccoli of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. The category is fruits and veggies. Sparkle flower is a cross between these two veggies. What is broccoli and cauliflower? Excellent. Smoking these things. Jeopardy category is the Name the artist who recorded these songs. Yellow, Speed of Sound. Who is Coldplay? Excellent. This clue is in the winner is 1,000. Louis is in second place with 600, then Jeff with 200. You think they were playing against other grown ups? Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400. Our category is American novelist. In 1930, this Main Street author became the first American to win the Nobel Prize for Literature. Repeat. In 1930, this Main Street author became the first American to win the Nobel Prize for Literature. Who is Sinclair? Sorry. The correct response was who is Sinclair Lewis. Ah! This three-word phrase, for what groups of pioneer travelers did win under attack, is still an idiom today. What is circle the wagons? Correct. Our category is rhyme squad. The response rhymes with squad. Land to which Cain fled in the Bible. Repeat. Again, the category is rhyme squad. The response rhymes with squad. Land to which Cain fled in the Bible. Again, the category is Rhyme Squad. 
The response rhymes with squad, land to which came fled in the Bible. What is rod? Yes, that's correct. Nine clues in, and you're winning with 1,800. Louis is in second place with 1,000, then Jeff with 600. That was a fucking Today's stupid Today's category is the hills. That's a joke. Mills in the gas hills of Wyoming refine and press this element into the yellow cake form. What is uranium? Yes, that's correct. Damn. Your category is a shot at love. In 1632, Shah Jahan began building this mausoleum for his favorite wife. What is the Taj Mahal? Excellent. Wait, did we rock these teeters? It's time for Final Jeopardy. Your Final Jeopardy category is movies. The scores are you with 2,600, followed by Louie with 1,800, and Jeff with 1,400. You can wager up to your current score of 2,600. How much would you like to wager? Repeat scores. Sorry, I didn't quite get that. Okay, let's try again. How much would you like to wager? Repeat. Sorry, I didn't quite get that. You know okay, how much they let's try again. Right, let's how much would you like to wager? 400 You wagered $400. Is that right? No. You are in the lead with 2600 Louis has 1800 and Jeff is third with 1400 You can wager up to your current score of 2600 How much would you like to wager? 1001 Again, you wagered $1,001. Is that right? Yes. The next Jeopardy category is movies. The movie, Saving Mr. Banks, showed how it took more than a spoonful of sugar to get this Disney musical made. Repeat. Again, the category it's not is Chitty movies. Chitty Bang Bang, is it? The movie, Saving Mr. Banks, showed how it took more than a spoonful of sugar to get this Disney musical made. What is Mary Poppins? Oh, also my favorite porno. Gary Poppins. Yes, that's correct. The correct response was what is Mary Poppins? Nice job. Let's check out the standings. The final scores are you in the lead with $3,601, followed by Louie in second with $1,600, then Jeff in third with $1,200. Congrats. You're the winner. You're now a one-time champion. Your total winnings are $3,601. Defend your street by playing again another day. You scored in the top 10% of players today. Do you want to replay today's Team Jeopardy clues? No. Now, let's set you up with another great trivia game. Would you like to play song quiz? Alexa, play Jeopardy. Alexa, play Jeopardy. Welcome back to Jeopardy, players. Do you want to catch up on the clues you missed? Yes. Now, let's find your opponents. Today's challengers are Barb and Vince. Jeopardy clues are worth $200 uh, each. The first bots. category is hospitals. Peter Sinai began in 1902 at the 12-bed hospital in East California City. What is Los Angeles? Yes, that's it. The second Jeopardy category is Big Screen Elvis. 
Elvis's first feature film, This Love Me One, that takes place around the Civil War, caused a stir when fans learned his character gets killed. Again, the category is Big Screen Elvis. Elvis's first feature film, This Love Me One, that takes place around the Civil War, caused a stir when fans learned his character gets killed. What is General Lee? Sorry. The correct response was what is Love Me Tender? Love Me Tender. This dolled up pair almost had their relationship irreparably damaged in a 2023 film, thanks in part to a Mojo Dojo Casa House. Who are Ken and Barbie? Yes, that's correct. Our fourth category is the third word. The third word of the nursery rhyme, Humpty Dumpty. What is had? Yes, that's correct. Today's fifth category is only partly true. This city's MLB team became the Guardians in 2021, a name chosen to honor the Guardians of the Galaxy. What are the L.A. Dodgers? That's what? not it. The correct response is what is Cleveland. What? Today's oh, because they had to get rid of the Indians. Feliz cumpleaños. In Spanish, cumpleaños is this celebratory day. What is birthday? Good job. Damn. Good day. And you and Barb are tied with $800. Bring it, Barb. Vince is in third place with $400. All right, let's move on now to the Double Jeopardy round. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Our category is the Comet. One of the 20th century's brightest, Comet Yakutake, is named for an amateur astronomer from this country who spotted it in 1996. What is it, Japan? You're right. Your category is talk about pop music. You think after all this time, someone might have let this group know who let the dogs out, alas. You were the Baja men. Yes, that's it. Your next Jeopardy category is art height. Ah, this painting has been listed twice, first in 1994 from the National Museum in Oslo, then 10 years later from the Munch Museum. Repeat. Ah, this painting has been listed twice, first in 1994 from the National Museum in Oslo, then 10 years later from the Munch Museum. What is the kiss? That's not it. The correct response was what is the screen? (laughs) And you and Barb are tied with $1,600. Vince is in third place with $1,200. Your category is going through the emotions. Take the second word of a Turkish treat and add ED at the end to get this emotion that means highly pleased. What is elated? No, that's incorrect. The correct response is what is delighted. This category is this category doesn't stink. The Thomas number 80 says harmful odorless gas can seep into homes through small cracks, test its levels, before buying a new home. What is radon? You're right. It's time for 
for Final Jeopardy. Your Final Jeopardy category is It Just Sounds Questionable. You're currently winning with 2,000. Barb is in second with 1,600, and Vince is in third with 1,600. You can wager up to your current score of 2,000. How much would you like to wager? How much would you like to wager? 1,501. Sorry, I didn't quite get that. <laughs> what is? God okay, damn it. let's try again. Stop, Mayor Rubin. 1,601. You wagered $1,601. Is that right? Yes. Today's 12th category is It Just Sounds Questionable. The American Bird Conservancy would like to point out there's more to owl sound than just this, this. What is who, who? Easy. Could it have been that easy? You're right. Oh, my God. The correct response was what is who? Nice job. Time to see how you did. It's you on top with $3,601. Barb finishes second with $1,800. And Vince with $1,000 for third place you won. You're a Jeopardy champion. You scored in the top 10% of players. Do you want to catch up on the clues you missed? Yes. Now, let's find your opponent. You'll be playing against Mary and Scott today. Good luck, players. Jeopardy clues are worth $200 each. Your first Jeopardy category is missing in action. After saving her from a sea monster, this laborious hero kidnapped Hathione, Princess of Troy, and forced her to marry Telamon. It was Hercules. Yes, that's it. Your second Jeopardy category is fiction ale. Hank, Dale, Bill, and Boomhauer enjoy drinking Alamo beer in the alley on this animated show. What is King of the Hill? Excellent. Today's third category is all the president's children. The son of a president has received the unabashed atheist award given by the Freedom from Religion Foundation. Repeat the question. Remember, please respond in the form of a question. Starting with phrases like who is or what is. The phrase Jeopardy category is all the president's children. This son of a president has received the unabashed atheist award given by the Freedom from Religion Foundation. Who is Robert Reagan? Yes, that's correct. Yes! Three clues. Mary is in third place with $400. Our fourth category is growing pain. This painful, rash-making infection is caused by a recurrence of the varicella zoster virus, the same virus that causes chickenpox. What is shingles? Correct. Our fifth Jeopardy category is wood. Menu Chicago promotes the margarita style as one of its best wood-fired kinds of this Italian cuisine. But it's pizza. Good job. Trago. Your Trago category completes the proverb. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single blank. What is step? Yes, that's correct. After six clues, you're in the lead with 1,200. Scott is second with 1,000, and in third comes Mary with 800. It's time for the double jeopardy round. Double jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Today's seventh category is fun with a periodic table. Combine the symbols of these two elements to spell the word on. 
What is oxygen and nitrogen? What is oxygen and nitrogen? You're right. <clears throat> Our eighth Jeopardy category is Kennedy Center honorees. At a reception for the 2009 Kennedy Center honorees, President Obama told this funny filmmaker he may have used a fake ID to see Blazing Saddles at age 10. It was Mel Brooks. Yes, the that's best. correct. One of the best. Today's ninth Jeopardy category is right? notes, drama. A bit of this August Wilson play, Rose, are you going to finish building this divider or what? Troy, yeah, when Corey comes back to help. Repeat? Again, the category is Cliff's Notes, Drama. A bit of this August Wilson play, Rose, are you going to finish building this divider or what? Troy, yeah, when Corey comes back to help. What is Streetcar Name Desire? That's not it. The correct okay. response was what is senses. After nine clues, okay. you're in the lead with 2,000. Mary is second with 1,600, and in third comes Scott with 1,400. Your tenth category is South. Unlike the traditional Russian recipe, vodka made by Tito's is distilled from this, not potatoes. What is the agave? That's not it. Wheat? The correct response was what is corn. Corn. Our next category is misnomer. At one point, flight recorders were black, but those black boxes are now painted this color for easier recognition. What is orange? Yes, that's it. Now you have to get a Tito's pint to put in the back of your toilet. I'll do that. It's time for Final Jeopardy. It's fitting that corn Final would be Jeopardy my Final category is O-E-O-E. <laughs> that sequence of letters appears in the response, possibly with other letters in between. You're currently winning with 2,400. Mary is in second with 2,000, and Scott is in third with 2,000. You can wager up to your current score of 2,400. How much would you like to wager? 1,401. You wagered $1,401. Is that right? Yes. The category is O-E-O-E. That sequence of letters appears in the response, possibly with other letters in between. In an expression about employees being taken advantage of, this word is paired with underpaid. Expression about employees being taken advantage of, this word is paired with underpaid. Repeat the category. Again, the category is O-E-O-E. That sequence of letters appears in the response, possibly with other letters in between. In an expression about employees being taken advantage of, this word is paired with underpaid. About employees being taken advantage of, this word is paired with underpaid. O-E-O-E. Yeah. Paired with with or paid. I've never heard of a phrase that is like something something paid or underpaid. Economically, I don't know. I have no idea. All right. Alexa, continue Jeopardy. Welcome back to Jeopardy. You were in the middle of clues from earlier this week. 
Would you like to continue where you left off? Yes. All right. Let's see who you'll be playing against today. <sighs> Today's challengers are Mary and Scott. Okay. I'm going to say overworked. Overworked. Final Jeopardy. Your final Jeopardy category is OEOE. That sequence of letters appears in the response, possibly with other letters in between. The scores are you with 2,400, followed by Mary with 2,000, and Scott with 1,800. You can wager up to your current score of 2,400. How much would you like to wager? 2,001. You wager $2,001. Is that right? Yes. Our next Jeopardy category is OEOE. That sequence of letters appears in the response, possibly with other letters in between. In an expression about employees being taken advantage of, this word is paired with underpaid. What is overworked? Would you change your sunglasses? Yeah, yeah. I was waiting to notice. The correct response was what is overworked. Yeah. Nice job. Are you in the lead with $4,401, followed by Scott in second with $2,000, then Mary in third with $1,800. You won. You're Jeopardy champion. You scored in the top 10% of players today. Impressive. You're doing better than 100% of Jeopardy players this week. Do you want to catch up on the clues you missed? Yes. All right. Let's see who you'll be playing against today. You'll be playing against George and Mary today. Good luck, players. Jeopardy clues are worth $200 each. The first category is men and women of science. After her fourth trip to space, Dr. Ellen Ochoa became the first Hispanic woman named director of NASA's Johnson Space Center in the state. Texas? Yes, that's correct. The next category authority. is Taylor Swift. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Who is Taylor Swift? Good job. Your third category is Ruby. In an animated film, this title ruler had a new groove. Repeat. Again, the category is groovy. In an animated film, this title ruler had a new groove. Who is King Arthur? That's not it. The correct response was who is the emperor? Three okay. clues in, and Mary is in the lead with $600. You and George are tied for second place with $400. Our next Jeopardy category is by George. This composer sang his Swanee song, Dying on July 11, 1937. Who is Gershwin? You're right. God, God damn. Category, yeah, we went there. We went to this Australian bay, an inlet of the Tasman Sea, with a name that makes it sound like a good place to study plant life. Repeat the question. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Today's fifth Jeopardy category is, yeah, we went there. We went to this Australian bay, an inlet of the Tasman Sea, with a name that makes it sound like a good place to study plant life. What is Botanica Botanica Bay? Bay. Correct. Oh, my God. Shut up. Six-syllable words. Proverbially, it breeds contempt. 
Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Our next Jeopardy category is six-syllable words. Proverbially, it breeds contempt. Proverbially, it breeds contempt. What does that say? I can't believe I can't think of it. Oh, no. The correct response was what is familiarity? Ah. That's it for our sixth clue. Right now, Mary is in the lead with 1,000. Then Tommy with 800, followed by George with 600. Let's see what's in store in Double Jeopardy. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. The next Jeopardy category is a fish called. Smallmouth, largemouth, and spotted are types of this fish. What are bass? Yes, that's correct. Your next Jeopardy category is Rwanda. Rwanda is divided into four of these largest administrative divisions, also used by China. What are districts? No, No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what are provinces. Uh, The next category is movie comedy. Chris Farley developed his fat guy in a little coat fit in the SNL offices. It's a highlight of this split in which he stars with David Spade. What is Tommy Tommy Boy? Boy. You're right. About that time of year for that to be coming on. George is second with 1,400, and in third comes Mary with 1,000. Your 10th Jeopardy category is Greek God Out, Roman God In. On a wing and a sandal, here's a message for you. The God called Hermes by the Greeks was this God to the Romans. He's the running one. Oh, shit! Apollo. Mercury. Mercury. Our 11th category is I'm on the case. See how a suit filed by this man got the Supreme Court to unanimously declare that segregation in Topeka school was unconstitutional. Who is Brown? Yes, that's it. It's time for Final Jeopardy. Your final Jeopardy category is Go On. Font ends in the letters O-M-E. You're currently winning with 2,000. George is in second with 1,800, and Mary is in third with 1,800. You can wager up to your current score of 2,000. How much would you like to wager? 1,601. You wagered $1,601. Is that right? Yes. Today's 12th Jeopardy category is Go On. The response ends in the letters O-M-E. Grassland, desert, or tundra. What is biome? Yes, that's Damn. I only know that from playing Minecraft. Way to go. Let's check out the standings. You came in first with $3,601, and George and Mary tied for second with $1,600. Oh, they missed it. Nice, dude. You scored in the top 10% of players today. Impressive. You're doing better than 100% of Jeopardy players this week. Do you want to catch up on the clues you missed? Yes. All right. Let's see who you'll be playing against today. You'll be playing against Ron and Mike today. Good luck, players. Jeopardy clues are worth $200 each. Our first category is the Tropic of Capricorn. The Tropic of Capricorn passes through most of Earth's oceans, except the Southern Ocean, and this one. What is the Arctic? 
You're right. Damn. The category is Source of the Late Night Bit. The show gave the world in the year 2000. Who is Conan O'Brien? The job. Never watching that. category is Show Me the Monkey. Take a look at a proboscis monkey, and you'll see this prominent facial feature for which it is named. With his nose. Correct. After two clues, you're in the lead with 600. Ron is second with 200, and in third comes Mike with zero. Today's fourth category is Zoom, I wonder. Being pursued by a werewolf? A bullet made from this metal should take care of that. What is silver? You're right. Your fifth category is sexy stuff. The MTAA introduced its film rating in 1990 to replace its X rating. Again, the category is sexy right? stuff. The MTAA introduced its film rating in 1990 to replace its X rating. What is NC-17? Excellent. Mm-hmm. Today's sixth Jeopardy category is easy does it. The response starts with the letter E. It's the single word title of the Emily Post book, currently in its 19th edition. What is etiquette? Yes, that's it. Damn, that's After it. six clues, I read that book when I was 1,200. Ron is second with 800, and his third comes with zero. Let's move on to Double Jeopardy. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Your next category is the topic of Capricorns. Capricorns are hard workers, like this former Today host who was the first woman to anchor the CBS Evening News by herself. She was Nora O'Donnell? Ah. Sorry. The correct response was who is Katie Couric. Today's eighth Jeopardy category is the World Series. Game three of the 1989 World Series in San Francisco was postponed thanks to one of these natural disasters happening before game time. The hurricane? No. The correct response was, what is an earthquake? Oh, shit. Our ninth Jeopardy category you know is that? Frank Gehry. Oh, oh. Opened in 2003, the L.A. Concert Hall, named for this filmmaking great, was designed by Frank Gehry. Repeat. Again, the category is Frank Gehry. Opened in 2003, the L.A. Concert Hall, named for this filmmaking great, was designed by Frank Gehry. What is the Center? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was he was Walt Disney. Oh, shit. Nine clues in, and Ron is winning with 1,600. You are in second place with 1,200, then you with 800. Yeah, we were on a roll. The next Jeopardy category is Night at the Museum. A night sky adorned with stars, a familiar sight in this artist's work, can be seen in his Cafe Terrace at Night. Who is Vincent Van Gogh? Yes. Nice. The next category is Monster Manual. A mythical lizard with eyes that shoot fire, Teja Jaguar, also has seven heads of this animal, more than twice as many as Cerberus. What is the lion? Dog? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is dog? For Final Jeopardy. Your Final Jeopardy category is Words in Halloween. The scores are Ron with 2,400, followed win? by you with 1,600, yes, and can. Mike with yes, 1,600. Yes, you can wager up to your current score of 1,600. 
How much would you like to wager? 1599 You wagered $1,599. Is that right? Yes. Our category is words in Halloween. Move the letters in Halloween to get this animal, of which the beluga is one kind. What is whale? Yes, that's correct. The correct response was what is whale? Nice job. Let's see the final scores. The final scores are you in the lead with $3,199, followed by Ron in second with $2,200. He didn't gamble. He didn't gamble. You win. Great job. You scored in the top 10% of players today. Impressive. You're doing better than 100% of Jeopardy players. 100%, dude. We're doing better than 100%. Yes. All right. Let's see who you'll be playing against today. Today's challengers are Paul and Dave. Jeopardy clues are worth $200 each. Our first Jeopardy category is Let's Face It. On a sheet of postage stamps, Tina's characters surround a photo of this cartoonist. Who's Charles Schultz? Excellent. Schultz. The category is this in your mind. PTSD for short, this disorder of lingering effects after harmful events affects 3.6% of American adults. What's post-traumatic stress disorder? Excellent. Our third Jeopardy category is non-naughty words. What a crock of... Excellent. Our third Jeopardy category is non-naughty words. Would a crock of this 500-thread-count Egyptian cotton item sold by the Bed Bath and Beyond online shop? What is towel? Sheet? That's not it. The correct response was what is sheet. I didn't understand Who's the question. In? And you and Dave are tied with $400. You had that right. Always in third question. place with $200, our next Jeopardy category is the Joker. This movie Skywalker has voiced the Joker in a multitude of animated Batman properties. It was Mark Hamill. Yes, that's nice, correct. Nice, nice. The fifth category is triangles. If a triangle has angles measuring 30 degrees and 50 degrees, it's the measure of the third angle. What is 40 degrees? No, that's incorrect. 45 the correct degrees. response was what is 100 degrees. What? The sixth category is five lines. The response rhymes with five. To deny something, such as oxygen to the brain. What is deprived? Yes, that's it. Six clues in, and you and Dave are tied with $800. Always in third place with $600. All right, let's move on now to the double jeopardy round. Double jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Our seventh jeopardy category is bring out your friend. In 2002, he married Sarah Michelle Gellar, his I Know What You Did Last Summer co-star. Who is Freddie Prinze Jr.? Good job. The next Jeopardy category is Shakespeare Rewrites the Beatles. In Shakespearean English, this song might have the lyric, All My Troubles Have Seemed So Far Hence. Repeat the question. Yesterday? Yes. What is yesterday? She's stalled out. Alexa. 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 God damn it. 
so close to the end. No. Alexa. Oh, been a while since she did that. Sorry, I'm having trouble understanding right now. Hold on. Please try a little later. A little later? Alexa, continue Jeopardy. You're paying good money. Really? I don't know. Am I paying a monthly fee? I don't think I am, am I? I have no Welcome back yeah. to Jeopardy, True. players. You were in the middle of from earlier this week. Would you like to continue where you left off? Yes. Now, let's find your opponent. You'll be playing against Paul and Dave today. Good luck, players. Your eighth category is Shakespeare Rewrites the Beatles. In Shakespearean English, this song might have the lyric, All My Troubles Have Seen So Far Hence. What is yesterday? You're right. Your ninth Jeopardy category is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. The Third Amendment to the Constitution deals with the unlawful quartering of these people during peacetime. What are prisoners? Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. The ninth category is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. The Third Amendment to the Constitution deals with the unlawful quartering of these people during peacetime. What are... The Third Amendment to the Constitution deals with the unlawful quartering of these people during peacetime. What are foreigners? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who are soldiers. I was going to say soldiers, but in two thousand. You are in second place with 1,600, then you with 1,400. Our category is found in Roy G. Day. This colorful kind of writing, propagated by Joseph Pulitzer and William Randolph Hearst, helped lead to the beginning of the Spanish-American War. What is yellow? What is yellow journalism? The correct response was what is yellow journalism? Uh. Today's 11th category is organic chemistry. Carbon is considered a tetravalent element as it has this many valence electrons in its outer shell. What is three? No. Five. The correct response was what is four. Nah. Uh-oh. We're in trouble, Rose. It's time for Final Jeopardy. Remember we got one. Your Final Jeopardy category yeah, is yeah, accented. Yeah. Remember, we got another one of those The word with an accented e is in the lead with 2,400. Paul has 2,200, oh, no. and you are third with 1,600. You can wager up to your current score of 1,600. How much would you like to wager? What is 801? Sorry, I didn't quite get uh, that. Okay, let's try again. How much would you like to wager? 801. You wagered $801. Is that right? Yes. Our next step of the category is accented. The response is a word with an accented E. This word for a meal's name. 